Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, fellas? Welcome back to Convos Over Cold Brew with me, your host, Emma Abrahamson. I am so excited for today's episode because it's with one of my favorite YouTubers that I've been watching for years and someone that I really resonate with, honestly, on the internet. It's really hard to find real transparent people and I find that Olivia DeAndrea is one of the most transparent people on the internet and we've shared a lot of the same struggles and I just really admire her so I know her from her viral series called glow up diaries on YouTube it basically documents her struggle of like mentally and physically glowing up and it went pretty viral and one of the things that the glow up diaries has taught me personally is to never give up and in this episode Olivia and I talk about having that like one percent of hope when you feel like giving up, like there's just always that 1% of hope that knows that you'll get through it. And that's what I've just found really inspirational about the whole Glow Up Diary series. I also recently just started going to therapy, which was a big step in my life. I feel like I've been very open on the internet. The fact that I've struggled after college, whether that be with like body image or just like the transition out of college athletics. I've also struggled with emotional eating and Olivia's series kind of covers all of this. And I think that's why I relate to it a ton. The fact that I just started going to therapy, I feel like has been me really putting an emphasis on my life to try to better my mental health and like actually put money towards it. And that's just something I've never done. And I tweeted about this the other day, but I was on my way home from my first therapy appointment and I literally started crying because I feel like it's just, I don't know. I've tried to overcome a lot of the issues that I've had alone and me just being like, I can get through it by myself. And I think it was just a big step for me to just kind of surrender and be like, I need help. And going to therapy is definitely something I can tell already. It will 100% be worth the investment. And even after one session, I just know it's going to help me so much. So I just thought that this episode was very fitting because it's just kind of showed what I've been struggling with and the fact that mental health is so important in your journey to glow up as an overall human. This is like such a long intro, but I feel like I just wanted to explain it a little bit and like why I resonate so much with Olivia's Glow Up Diary series. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I really did. It was awesome being able to talk to someone with such a big following on YouTube and someone that I admire, even though she's literally 21 and I'm 25. So hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by Inside Tracker. I absolutely love Inside Tracker. I've been working with them for quite a few months now, and that is something that has also definitely helped me glow up mentally and physically because they focus on diet and lifestyle changes. This holiday season, the best gifts are personal, and there's nothing more personal than the gift of good health. Whether your loved one runs, bikes, hikes, plays sports, or just simply wants to improve their overall wellness, Inside Tracker is the most personalized way to make sure their body stays in it for the long haul. When I say personalized, I mean personalized. Gift cards and clothes are in person 
personal and expected, so why not get your loved ones a gift that is truly special and unique to them? This Black Friday saved $200 on Inside Tracker's Ultimate Plan, which is the one that I use. It's the most comprehensive way to get personalized insight into their body's well-being. Because everyone is so different and comes from different backgrounds, no two people achieve optimal health in the same way. Age, genes, nutrition, and lifestyle all play a part, but no matter who you're shopping for, Inside Tracker's personalized nutrition and performance system provides the most detailed analysis of their biomarker data from blood, DNA, lifestyle, and fitness tracking. Inside Tracker gives them the power to live a healthier, longer life through concrete, personalized action plans consisting of proven science-backed recommendations. I seriously can't recommend Inside Tracker enough. If you're someone that really wants to level up and just feel overall better mentally and physically, Inside Tracker has helped me monumentally. So head to insidetracker.com/emma today to save $200 on Inside Tracker's ultimate plan and enjoy 25% off site-wide to give the gift of personal health. Now let's get straight into today's episode. Olivia, I have been watching you on YouTube for so long. I feel like I've watched every single one of your videos. I'm pretty sure. Maybe not the stretching ones because I don't <laughs> stretch. But other than that, I've watched literally all of them. So I'm very excited to have you on. Um, to start off the podcast, do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself and I guess your presence on social media and what, <laughs> what you're all about? Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on. Um, yeah. So I guess my main platform is YouTube. And I, I started off making random videos like everybody else, you know, getting my start on YouTube room tours and beauty stuff. Um, but I wasn't really passionate about that. And then um, growing up, I used to dance. So I made some stretching tutorials. And I think that's what got me like my first 500,000 subscribers. And then um, around, I think when I was like the end of 17 years old, I developed cystic acne and I started to have issues with binge eating and, um, and I was just going through a rough time in life. So I decided to create a series called the glow up diaries. And now we're at the end of it, the glow up diary season two. So there's two seasons and it's basically like a documentation of, um, my physical and mental transformation. And I've been documenting it for the last five years, which is really crazy to say. And, now I'm like right now in the middle of like finishing the ending. So that's really exciting. And yeah, I'm excited for 2022 and like new plans and stuff. So that's basically a rundown of my YouTube channel. Um, I'm on Instagram too, uh, you know, like every other YouTuber. So <laughs> <laughs> I think you do yeah. a good job on Instagram. You have like three different accounts that you post on. I follow oh, yeah. So <laughs> I deleted the third one, I think. No. It was, sorry. It was like a, yeah, I think it was like Olivia's safe space. It's funny because I, so I created that account before um, I released like Glow Up Dry season two this year, which there was like a lot of backlash. So it's kind of funny that I already had created, but then I deleted it. So yeah, well, I want to get into a bunch of different stuff. I'm so curious about your life just from, I mean, I'm a YouTuber, much smaller scale. You literally have, I was looking, it was like 2.4 million subscribers. Is that what it is on YouTube? I have no idea. Oh yeah. I don't, it's something it's like that <laughs> like I literally have 70 K and you have 2.4 million. I can't even fathom what life is like, like being an influencer at that scale. So I'm just, I'm so curious, but the one thing I will say, um, I'm so curious about your workflow in your videos because 
if any of you guys have watched Olivia's videos, they're so cinematic and you literally are like a filmmaker. And you've, like you said, you've documented this experience of a mental and physical glow up over the last five years. And you have so much footage as a YouTuber myself. How do you work through all that footage? I don't even know if anyone will be interested in this, but personally, I'm so interested. Yeah, I will say I, I was feeling a little overwhelmed this year when I was, I basically was going to tell like the story of last year and I had one year's worth of footage and I, I don't have anybody helping me. Like I don't have an editor or anyone. So it was just me. I never went to film school or anything. Like I don't really have that kind of um, experience except just making videos. Um, so yeah, it definitely feels overwhelming. So as cheesy as this is, you really have to believe in yourself. Like, I think my self-talk, like the positive self-talks, like, now nah, I can do this. Like that really helps. Um, and as far as this year, I think I had some pretty unhealthy work habits. I basically, and I've heard some YouTubers kind of do this too, which is where, um, you like, I, I don't know. I just locked myself in my apartment for like a month and didn't do anything but edit. Like it was so like, that's not normal. <laughs> like it's not healthy, <laughs> but, um, I think it's just cause I, you know, there was like a deadline, like to post the glow up diaries. And so wait, what, what, is there like a specific question about the workflow or like, no, I'm just, I'm just curious. Cause you have to sort through so much footage. So do you have like a plan? Like, would you just kind of plan out your videos and then you just have to sort through all the years of footage that you have? Yeah, like usually like I always start on Google Docs and I kind of get clear on what story I want to tell. Um, every good story has conflict. So you have to establish what's the message you're trying to tell people, what's the conflict. Um, and, and just kind of, I, I, I think I really, I was reading in this book, they said um, something about Actually, no, it's fine. We don't need to get into that. <laughs> but, but the point is, yeah, I guess it's just, I always just start on Google Docs and try to like write it out first. And then I kind of try to match it. But then when I find really good clips, sometimes it'll be the other way around. It'll be like, oh, this clip is so good. It would just fit better here. So it's just like that back and forth between mm -hmm. Google Docs and the video clips. Yeah, it's just so interesting because my style of video is just so much less work to edit than yours that I just really admire especially because you're doing it alone, the work yeah. that you put into the video and everyone can tell. I think that's why people have really liked your series and like all of your YouTube videos, because I think people can really tell like how much work you do put into it. And like the content is also just really incredibly vulnerable, which you don't see on YouTube that often. So I guess, okay. So I kind of want to talk about like your glow up diary series. When, did you know that you wanted to do it? And did you like start filming with the intention of like having it be this entire series and it was going to be like, hold you accountable or what was the goal of it? Um, the goal was, so I start, so I feel like with every good idea, it, I think it's like ideas come from ideas. So originally it wasn't even called the glow up diaries. It was called the body transformation diaries. And it's because I had injured my leg from dance class. So I had to stop working out and I just like, I wasn't fit. So it was this thing of like, okay, once my leg injury heals, I want to create this series. But um, the more I thought about it, uh, as time went on, I started to sort of develop other issues like acne. And I felt like I was just um, always letting my room get messy, all these little things. And I was like, no, this isn't just about 
changing my fitness and my body, this is a glow up. So then I called it the glow up diaries. Um, And my intention with it from the beginning was that I was feeling really lonely because I mean, when you have like the amount of acne that I had all over my face, they were like giant, I mean, TMI, but like, well, people can see it, but like, it was really painful. And especially to go to school with that every day, you just really detach from everything. Um, You just kind of feel like ashamed, I guess. And so I felt lonely and I thought, well, I'm sure I'm not the only one that's struggling with, you know, all of this. I said, "I, I think that there are other people and I, I want people to know that things do get better because I was always an optimist. I always thought I always said to myself, there is a light at the end of every dark tunnel. So this is just this like optimistic girl like in high school. I'm like, I'm going to show people that I'm going to get through this and I want people to not feel so alone. Like that was what it was. And so I felt like showing people, hey, I have acne, but I'm not letting it define me and I'm going to keep going. I just thought it would help somebody out there because I I know what it feels like to feel so alone, so ashamed and just lacking confidence in all of that. And so I thought sharing my insecurities would help someone. So as time went on, when you were like going through the entire series, I mean, now it's been five years, you said, were there ever times when you, when you were just like, I can't do this anymore? Like, because I feel like throughout your series, you kind of take us through the times where you're, you feel like you're trying so hard and you feel like it's almost getting worse. Like the kind of like the harder that you try, the, the, the like more down you fall. Did you ever have a point in time where you're like, I can't do the glow up diaries anymore. Like I'm never going to get out of this. Um, no. Cause I, I think that I always, there was one time where I said, I, but it was, I don't even think I really meant it, but I actually caught it on video. I was just so mad. And I was like, oh, I don't even want to do the Globe Diaries anymore. But I, I didn't really mean it. I, I think there was never, I, I said this once in a video and it was like, I always have this like 1% hope because first of all, the Glow Up Diaries kind of represents changing myself, like to become the best version of myself. You are the best investment you ever make. You give up on yourself. It feels like you're giving up on life. So that's the first thing. And the second thing is that, oh, that's it. No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that's like, it. yeah, no, basically just say I would never give up on myself. Um, and it's difficult for sure, because when you're sharing your journey online, people, a lot of people see it like a TV show or something, and they get kind of impatient. They're like, when is she going to glow up? And one of the messages at the end of season two is that you actually never stop glowing up. Um, uh, but yeah, it, it was hard because people would get sort of impatient, things like that. And I guess people have to remember when they remember when I guess people have to remember when they watch the series that it is real life. It's not Netflix. It's not a movie. So there are a lot of ups and downs, but I've just always been an optimist. Like I always think that like if I, I swear, I love quotes. I just they always, pop you always have head, the best ones though. Like they really resonate with me. So I, I don't know where you find these quotes, like old Tumblr or something, but I'm like, yeah. give them to me. That's why I followed all three of your Instagrams. Okay, great. Well, yeah, there's this quote that says, if it's not okay, it's not the end. Um, and so, and also just the understanding that um, overcoming problems and obstacles creates confidence. So I think it was always just this like belief at the end. It was like, imagine I overcome these struggles that I have, how I will feel. Um, So that's also what kind of kept me going. Yeah. 
Wow. Like I, that, I feel like I just resonate with you so much. Like, I think that's why I'm just so inclined to like follow your entire journey because I feel like everything you say, you're just speaking to my soul. And like everything I watched from your YouTube videos, it literally, I'm 25. You're younger. How old are you? A 21. You're 21. And I mean, when, when was the first series of Glow Up Diaries? uh 2018 yeah Yeah. so you were you were like really young back then and I just felt like I related you to you so much but you were also so wise like that's (laughs) I guess maybe that's just you have quotes in your back pocket but I feel like you just I don't know I don't know what it is about you but I feel like you just say the right things at the right time and that you're just like vulnerable so I feel like you just motivate this group of people just seeing you come from like that period of time where you're struggling, even in like the middle of your glow up diaries, maybe people get impatient or whatever, but I feel like even just sharing you at like the depths of where you just feel like you're never going to climb out of it, but you do still have that 1% hope. I feel like it just resonates with a lot of people, but what would you say? Like, I guess people have connected with the glow up diaries the most. It's like, is it the mental confidence that people want the physical transformation or what? I definitely think it's, I I would like to say it's mental because what I found with my own glow up journey is truly the real glow up is internal. I mean, we see so many photos online of the before and afters and it looks like on the outside, but I really don't think you can change on the outside if you don't change on the inside. And I think my glow up diaries is a perfect example in season one. I mean, I started off, um, you know, trying to change. And I didn't really quite understand. I definitely had um, a view of the glow up the way society portrayed it, which is like I said, oh, I'm just going to clear up my skin and I'm going to get really fit. And it was really like external. But the more problems I went through, I started to understand that it really is internal. And in order to get that, you know, outside transformation. And so even if people watch my series and they, they want the physical transformation, I think they will resonate with the fact that you have to change on the inside first. Was there something that I guess clicked for you? Like, was there something that you did where you just like kind of started going on an upwards trajectory and you're like, and you just knew that you were going to get better from that moment or anything that you did specifically? Um, Yeah, I would say. So the lowest moment I hit was um, the beginning of 2020 like mid like March ish and I was deep into like a food addiction and it it got so bad to where like I think I just became it wasn't I don't think it was just about food though it was like everything in my life like I had fears that I couldn't overcome like for example I wanted to get my ears pierced I wouldn't even do something like that because I was like oh my gosh I'm so afraid like I just became so afraid of life which is so funny you're like what a glow up you know (laughs) um but that that was probably the lowest I've ever felt and um it was when I found the book by David Goggins it's called can't hurt me it's Mm -hmm. about you know um mental toughness and, and ultimately changing your relationship with pain and when I read that he gave me so much belief in myself because I think confidence is like a table. So it's like, you know, if you don't have any confidence, your table doesn't have any legs underneath each leg kind of represents like a belief to help you believe in yourself. So when it's flat, you know, you don't believe in yourself, but that first, sometimes like, if you don't think you can do it, you look to someone else who did it. And so I feel like David Goggins was that first like leg under my table that said, Oh, wow, if he can do this, then I can do it. Um, of course that led to, and so the interesting thing was I 
and I think this is something maybe people can get from my experiences. I thought that was the end all answer. After I read that book and I understood the mental toughness, I was like, um, that's it. Like I've You're got to start it. running ultra marathons. <laughs> ultra. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> like, well, I got really like, um, I went way the other side and I started to get really like mentally tough and things like that. Um, and now looking back, like it's one year, one and a half years later. And I see that, um, that wasn't the end all answer because there was so much more that I had to learn and it shows you never stop glowing up. And what I had to learn with the mental toughness is that, um, you, you should have a balance. You know, it's not just about being mentally tough. I, I like to think that my mindset, like my mind has like a toolbox. So yeah, I can channel the mental toughness when I need it, but I have to also learn to channel things like self-acceptance, self-love and all these different things. Like, you know, knowing when to rest because that's important. So um, yeah, I guess, I don't know where I'm really going with this, but yeah, balance is key. And I'm just saying that sometimes you think you found the answer but you, you still have more to learn. You always have more to learn. How did you, I guess, come out of that? Because David Goggins, I read his book and literally the first thing I did, I like, I was changed. I read that book. And the first thing I did, this was in during like COVID. So I was locked in my studio and I didn't see anyone. I, the next morning, I literally woke up at five in the morning and just went out and rode my bike for three hours. Cause I was like, you know what? Like it's all in the mind or whatever, but I'm curious like, how did you find, I guess, the other side? Because David Goggins is so like, you don't need rest. You don't need this. It's all in your mind. You don't need to be a yeah. wimp, I guess. Yeah, basically, I really channeled the mental toughness. And I think there's a there is a breaking point. Like, I, I had to remember that environment matters. I mean, I live in Los Angeles in the city and I'm not living with Navy SEALs. So the environment he was in certainly helped him. The environment he was in certainly helped him like enforce these beliefs and really stay on it. Um, I mean, of course, afterwards he, you know, he lives in his apartment now and like, he still has that same mindset, but I think going through something like Navy SEAL training really probably changes you for life. Like you become a warrior after that. I'm not exactly a warrior. Okay? I'm like a 21 year old girl who likes her lattes and green juices and hot yoga. Like that's me. And so I think what really made me realize, like, it's not just mental toughness is when I broke down and I, okay, quote unquote failed. Like I made a mistake and I was so hard on myself. And I think that's where you have to learn, like, okay, you can't hate on yourself. Like you're not going to get better. And I don't think that's David Goggins message, but I think I, I started to recognize, okay, it's not just this voice of mental toughness. I also noticed, um, I learned this like later on when I went to like celebrate for my birthday or something, I just, I kind of let loose and it was fun and, and I was so happy. And so I was just like, I said, like, that's when it kind of made me realize, I think that mental toughness is great when you need it, but it's not me. You have to find out what's your personality. So like for me, like what makes me happy is like being like steel on the inside, but flowery and bubbly on the outside. Like I like that sort of, it's just for me I, again, like I'm not a Navy SEAL. Like I have to, I, I forget that when I read his book, you know, like I think that, everyone does. I think that's the whole point of the book is just kind of, it like transforms you a little bit. You're like, I can be a Navy yeah. SEAL. I'm going to go through buds training right now. Like Oh my gosh. I was crazy. I, I, at one point was like, maybe I should go sign up for the Marines or something. <laughs> like, I Stop, Cause I've had that exact same thought. 
Oh my gosh. Yes. And then like, oh my gosh, on the dating app, I just started swiping on like the Marines. Like, I don't even know. I was no. so into You're it. like, I need, I need a David Goggins in my life. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, but yeah, it's like finding out sort of what makes you happy. Um, and I just kind of realized like the mentally, t- mental toughness, like it, I think like being on it 24 seven, at least for me, I felt like it kind of drained like my personality, but for David Goggins, like he is being like that. That is his personality. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's kind of about recognizing that too. Yeah. I think it's definitely a lot of trial and error and it's okay to go through phases, you know, Mm -hmm. everyone's got to learn what works for them. So yes, exactly. (laughs) Quick little intermission to talk about something that brings me joy and happiness in mind, body, and spirit. And that is a good pair of Gooder sunglasses who are sponsoring today's episode. I'm so excited to finally be partnering with Gooder. It's been a long time coming because I've been wearing their glasses forever. Gooder has $25 active sunglasses for anyone and they're fun, they're affordable, they're lightweight, comfortable, and they don't bounce when you run. And I also love wearing them when I bike and just out and about. Honestly, they're very fashionable and cute. So I wear them even when I'm not running or biking. The things I love most about Gooder is that they're all polarized as well. And I need a good pair of sunglasses when I bike and run because it's sunny here in San Diego and I need those rays to be blocked from my eyeballs because I don't wanna like run into a pole or something when I'm running because I can't see because the sun is getting in the way of my vision. Some may say that they're the best running sunglasses ever invented and I would have to agree with that. With names like $9 pour over and freshly baked man buns, I know you will find a pair that speaks to you. I've been loving the $9 pour over ones and maybe that's because I do love a good $9 pour over or just because they're really cute and comfortable and perfect for running and biking. There's 30 day free returns and all purchases of Gooder sunglasses are backed by their one year warranty. I promise you will love them. I seriously have, I have like 10 different pairs and I wear them every single time I go out for a workout. You guys will definitely love them. And honestly, they're a good holiday gift. Fun, fashionable, and functional sunglasses that everyone can afford. If you want to support me and the show, get a few pairs for you and your friends. 15% off with code coldbrew at gooder.com. That's 15% off plus free shipping with the code coldbrew at G-O-O-D-R dot com. Look good, run gooder. Now let's get back into the episode with Olivia. Um, I want to talk about, I guess, negative self-talk. Mm-hmm. And I feel like whenever I feel like I'm kind of going into, I guess, a depressive episode is a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. It all stems from my negative thoughts and me kind of acting on them. Like I've learned this through like self-help books that I've read and it's helped me, I guess, like also kind of get out of like random funks that I've been in is when I think a negative thought and then I act on it. Like I think, oh, I like look so bad in my clothes today. And then I like lay in bed all day, which makes the pattern worse, I guess, of like being in a depressive episode. Do you have anything that like, is that something that you relate to too, I guess, throughout your journey? And do you have any tips of what you would do, I guess, to kind of get out of that? Yeah, I really struggled with negative thinking this year. Like when I kind of received a lot of like, you know, the backlash online. Um, and I would say, okay, so the first thing is like, I, I have certain emotions that I counter with negative thoughts. So sometimes when I have a negative thought and it leads more to like shame, so it's kind of like, oh, I don't look good in this or whatever. Um, I mean, look, this is my method. It it works sometimes. It's just, I notice if I get angry or something, it makes me confident and it gives me clarity and determination. I don't know if you can like think of a time you were just like mad and you're like, that is it. 
you know? So if I get into like a really, it, it, it's definitely hard though, like to, to be in that like depressive episode and suddenly just turn on like the anger, I guess. Um, but that's kind of what would help me pull myself out. I've noticed because, you know, other feelings, sometimes it's, it's just not as strong, like anger for some reason makes me confident. Cause I think that anger implies that someone or something in your life you've done, you've crossed a line and you're like, that is it. Yeah. It's like, it's like fed up, I guess is the right way to kind of put it in my life. Yes. Yeah. Um, and also with sort of like depressive episodes, I think self-acceptance is so important and growing up, like when I started the glow up diaries, I didn't understand this lesson of self-acceptance because I used to read those quotes online that would say like, love your body and all these like positive things. And I'm like, okay, you know, it's, it, it doesn't, it didn't really help me. Like it just kind of, I kind of like, was like, ugh, like this doesn't even help. Um, and so whenever I read those quotes, that said self-acceptance. I kind of had this thing. I'm like, what do you mean self-acceptance? Like, I can't accept that I'm like depressed or whatever. Like this isn't good. I should be this way. And I don't, and my perspective on like self-acceptance now, like once I like truly understand what it means, it's like self-acceptance is sort of accepting your current state. And just because you accept your current state does not mean that you're not going to get to a better place. But there's something really empowering about accepting this moment and saying, you know what, I'm not feeling good. I feel like, for example, like, I feel like we always think like, we shouldn't be bored, we shouldn't be sad, we shouldn't this, we shouldn't that. But it's like, no, we're humans. And this is life, you have these things. So accept it, and realize it's not always going to be this way. But it's and, and when you accept it, I think there's more empowerment to get out of it. Because if you keep telling yourself, don't be this way, don't be this way, you're probably going to be this way. It's kind of like, don't think of the color blue, don't think of the color mm-hmm. blue, you're going to think of the color blue. It's kind of like, there's almost this sort of restrictiveness. Like if you're feeling down, and you keep saying, no, you shouldn't be this way, you shouldn't be this way, you've got to be this other way. It, it's not as like motivating as saying, okay, fine, be this way. Um and, and there's this like sort of like self-love that comes out of it. And this is totally probably against David Goggins. He'd probably be screaming. <laughs> well, good thing he's like, probably not listening to this podcast. So. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, David, if you are. <laughs> yeah. But like he would probably just be screaming or something. But honestly, they didn't. Again, I mean, it, it depends on your personality and what works better for you. But for me, it is sort of accepting the moment um, and not being so hard on myself. I don't know. Like. Cause see, I used to feel bad cause I was so into like the belief with David Goggins and the mental toughness thing, but I honestly operate better when it's like know when to channel that mental toughness and know when to like, you know, accept the moment and try your best. Um, and so, yeah, I guess sort of like accepting the moment. Yeah. And I think if you're so focused on always improving yourself, sorry, David, if you're listening, yeah. if you're always like so focused on solving the problems that you have, like with yourself, I feel like you're just, your life is just going to revolve around you solving problems and you're not actually going to live it. And that's yeah. what I feel like just accepting where you're at in the moment is just so important because I don't, that's like the whole purpose of life is to just kind of live where you at right now and not like worry about the future. This is no, I just, I, I'm not that good at doing motivational quotes, but I just, I could really relate to you on that because, and I feel like so many people can, because it's just so hard to live in the moment when you feel you have all these negative thoughts running through your mind being like, I need to do this. I need to do this. Like, 
I feel gross or like, I just don't feel confident. And you're just always focused on that. But once you like accept where you're at right now and just start living your life kind of in the way of a person that you like ideally want to be, I feel like that's how the way, that's the way that you move forward rather than trying to like fix all the problems that you have. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if any of that makes sense, but. (laughs) No, it does. Exactly. It's kind of like thinking, because I think unhappiness stems from when you have a blueprint of how you think your life should be and your life isn't that. Okay. Well, you share a lot in your journey, like more than I think anyone I've ever seen on the internet, but I think that's why so many people relate to it because it is so raw and real. Is there anything that you've shared that you kind of regret, I guess, throughout the, throughout the years? I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, I'm very open online. Um, I, I feel like everything I've put out is just kind of just like, like real. And it's kind of what happened to me. Um, I mean, certainly there's always consequences with anything you do. There's always a good and bad side. I would say the consequences of being so vulnerable online, sometimes it can affect your personal life a little bit. Like it's harder, like if you meet someone new and they like watched your channel beforehand. Um, So that's not always fun. (laughs) (laughs) You're going on a date and they're like, I've seen all your videos and you're like. Yeah, no, especially because like, most people on YouTube, they share their best life. So if anything, that could be like nice, but it's like, oh, here are all my problems. <laughs> you know, usually when here, you're I'm handing them to you on a silver platter, you can take a look before you take a bite. <laughs> but see, it's, oh, it's always about changing your perspective. That's also something good for getting out of depressive episode. Everything is perspective. You can change your thoughts in just like an instant with a shift in perspective. And so my shift in perspective with the dating thing is like, I think, you know what? I scared off all the bad guys. Cause if they can't accept me, like that could be like, I don't know. I try to tell myself, I'm like, if a guy like literally would not like me because I used to struggle with these problems, like, I don't want to be with someone like that. I, that, I mean, that is definitely true. So, yeah. and then, honestly, I think someone to like you more because you're brave enough to share what a lot of other people are going through and everyone else is just there watching. So (laughs) attract the more genuine, authentic guys. See, there you go. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Okay, well, I kind of want to talk about, I guess, you, I mean, you're very famous on YouTube. I'm not, but thanks. Okay, but you are. How do you deal with criticism? Because I feel like at that scale, I guess, what is going through your head when you're kind of going through a time where you feel like people aren't, I guess, resonating that much with your video or there's just backlash? Yeah, that was this year. I mean, you know, I think I grew from it. Like at first I didn't handle it very well, but where I'm at now, I'm like doing a lot better. And, you know, with every experience you like become wiser and you know how to handle it better. And I think that 
what I have learned is that um, you cannot please everybody. And I think what happened to me this year was I really started to not trust myself or my own opinions. I became so afraid to even say something because every time I said something, I, I started to stutter. Like I'd be like, uh, mm, like just anxious. I was very anxious because there was always like, I would say what I think. And there's this voice in the back of my head that would say, like contradict that. Cause it represents kind of like the negative comments. Cause, and I realized that's going to drive you insane. Like having so many different beliefs, you're going to be pulled apart. So commit to a belief and, um, and I mean, of course, stay open-minded, but commit to what you think works for you and your lifestyle. And you will attract the people who have the same beliefs as you. And there's going to people be people who don't because we all think so differently. And you just kind of have to learn to let that go and focus on the positive comments. Also, there's this thing that I learned. It's called the, um, it's called the reticular activating system. And it's like in our brain. So apparently it's like whatever belief you have, your brain is going to go throughout your day confirming that belief. So for example, if you think that you're an unlovable person, your brain's going to go throughout your day and point out all the reasons to show you that you aren't lovable. Um, so I think that what I'm trying to do is say like, you know, positive things about myself and like, it's this positive beliefs about myself. And then it will make me act like when my brain scans the comments, I will pay more attention to the positive comments than the negative. Yeah, that's definitely, I feel like that's the most ideal way that you can go about that sort of situation because you can't like ignore the negative ones, but if you're focusing more on the positive and not letting the negative ones get to you as much, I mean, that's basically the only thing that you kind of do on social media. Like you said, you can't please everyone. Yeah. I, I also like to think that, um, you know, if someone is saying something negative, it's because they're not happy with their own life. So mm-hmm. if anything, I empathize. I'm like, there's probably something they're going through because otherwise, why are you sitting in your room writing a negative comment instead of out there living your life being happy? It's probably because you're not happy with something. So, you know, yeah, 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 that's definitely true. And I feel like, I don't know when, when you were getting so much, I mean, it wasn't so much where there were just like videos that were popping up about your series and everything. It honestly like kind of astonished me just because I feel like you're such a genuine person that like genuinely cares to help other people. And I feel like you can just see that from your YouTube videos, but I don't, I don't know. I feel like that wasn't getting across to some group of people, but I I feel like your core audience though, definitely understands like, I guess your point of view and what you were trying to do with the series and everything. So I don't know that just, that kind of, I guess, took me by surprise. Cause I was, I just see you as a genuine person just sharing your journey. I don't know, but maybe that's just me, I guess. I don't know. Thank you. Yeah. I think, you know, it, it's hard to, especially because like, I, I don't have much experience and I'm just trying to share my journey And like I said, I had all this footage and I didn't have very much time. So I think like taking that into account, it's stressful. It's like, how do I tell this giant story and everything come out right? You know? And so, um, I think on my end, like I could have done better, but at the same time, I don't regret anything or I don't hate on myself because I tried my best and some things maybe didn't come out as well. I also think that, um, again, people are so divided and we see things how we are. So sometimes it's like, I mean, I see my experience this way, but someone else may see my experience from a totally different way because of what they went through. And so they may see this as like very wrong. 
Um, and so, yeah, I mean, but at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? I, I'm not out there hating on other people or anything like that. I'm being raw and honest and that's, you know. Yeah. And I think, I think you've done a good job of kind of sticking to that. And I mean, I'm excited to see how the series (laughs) ends here. I mean, it's been really fun to watch and follow along and everything. Um, what's the hardest part of social media for you? Um, I would say maybe consistency. It was a lot. I used to be consistent, um, with my stretching tutorials because, you know, when you're making tutorials, it's easier. It's like, let me just go through this list. But when you're telling stories and getting creative, which is what I've always sort of craved, um, I guess I didn't realize how difficult it was. Um, so it's just like, but of course it's finding your process. And so finding a creative process, that's what creates the consistency. So I would say that's kind of the, um, hardest thing. Um, as far as like ideas go, I feel like I don't really ever struggle with that because I don't know. I just, I go, I feel like there's inspiration like everywhere. You just kind of have to like really dig deep and you have to like, you know, so. (laughs) Yeah. What's the most rewarding part? Uh, I would definitely say the comments, like knowing that I like helped someone because I feel like that has always been my mission since the beginning is to, you know, make someone not feel so alone. But I I struggled this year, especially when I feel like I reached a great point. Um, And people will be surprised once they see the ending. But the point is like, at at least in the beginning of the year, when I thought like, oh, I reached this really great point. And there was definitely comments where it's like people weren't happy that I reached this great point. And that was kind of, and that made me feel so bad. Cause it's like, wow, I feel good about myself. And now it's not making people, people feel good. But when I had acne and all this kind of stuff, I was struggling. It, it made people happy. <laughs> so it was a little bit hard for me to like process. Um, and it's so weird. I mean, maybe I'm just being naive, but I remember before I released the, the, the original Globe Diary season two, I really did not think I was going to get any hate comments. It's funny because I actually had this belief. The only thing that I was kind of nervous about was how vulnerable I was like being like about all my issues. Um, but I was like, yeah, nobody's going to hate on this. Like I'm literally telling people all of my insecurities. Why would they ever? And then that all happened. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there is a quote. This is, I don't even know if I should put this in here, but I was going to say misery loves company, but it's true. It's like people- people like to relate to people that are when you're struggling. And I guess when you see people succeed, I don't know, people feel more alone. Yeah. Because when you're not happy with yourself, if you're happy with yourself, you actually, you want others to succeed too. Um, But when you're not, and you're still struggling and stuck, it's like, it, it, it probably, you know, you don't feel as good seeing someone else get there. Yeah. And you haven't. So. Yeah. What is uh, something that surprised you about social media fame? Honestly, I feel so disconnected. Like I don't, I don't even understand when you were saying like how I have so many subscribers or whatever, like, I don't, I don't see it as anything. Like, yeah, I don't no, feel- I mean, I, I get that. It's not like you're walking around being like, I'm famous. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't feel, you know, it's kind of like what I said um, about my weight loss journey too. It's just like the day you reach your goal. So for example, you maybe reach your fitness goal or you reach 1 million subscribers. It's not any different than all the other days. Like, because 
it, the only difference is that you maybe reach this point, but you're still doing the exact same thing. You're still like, maybe you've changed in the sense you've improved your abilities and things like that, but it, it's really not any different. Okay. Well, there's like one last topic I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll get to a few listener questions, but I was going to say like, you've pivoted on YouTube a few times, like pretty successfully, if you like, where do you see yourself going with your channel now? I guess after the glow up diaries. Well, I'm excited for the new year because I have a podcast coming out. It's called the Glow Up Diaries podcast, and it's basically um, going to be talking about all the stories that I left out on my Glow Up journey. You know, the last two episodes of Glow Up Diaries season two is where you really see how I glowed up. So I only really got to talk about it in two videos, and there's so much that I left out. Also, the glow up process never stops is what I'm learning. You're always growing and improving. So that's just a place where I can document and share, you know, all of what I'm currently learning and just a place to talk about insecurities and the uncomfortable truths of growing. Um, I think there's a lot of things that we don't like to talk about it to our friends because it can make us feel really vulnerable and that's a scary thing so I don't know I just I wish I had a friend that I could be so open like with that and just talk about you know just talk about the things that we're kind of afraid to talk about so that should be interesting um I'm in the process of recording it so I've been really enjoying it and I'm excited for that. So yeah, you guys can find that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. As for my YouTube channel, consistency. Okay, I have really struggled with this and I'm starting to realize it's because I kind of developed a fear with YouTube um, in the sense of like placing such a high standard on myself for my videos, like the standard of not perfection, but just really high quality. And I don't know, it's it's a thing that I have to work on with my relationship with work, which is just, you know, not feeling guilty about producing something mediocre because that's how you grow, you know, that's how you improve. And so anyway, my goal with YouTube is to get consistent because the last time I was actually consistent on YouTube was years ago. So we'll see how this goes. Um, you know, gonna try my best. And obviously just move on from the Glow Up Diaries on YouTube because that has been going on for a very long time and I'm excited to start this new chapter on my channel with new content. I have a lot of ideas for new series. Um, There's this one series that I really wanna do but I'm still contemplating. It's the Dating Diaries. Um, I saw, you know, the price that comes with vulnerability with the Glow Up Diaries. So I've been thinking about the Dating Diaries still thinking about it not sure how exactly i want to go about it but we'll see um okay well i have a few listener questions to close out the episode with like what is the top thing that has helped you with your mental health do you think acceptance (laughs) we talked about this but yeah Mm -hmm. especially like because i used to i think struggle a little bit with anxiety because i think that anxiety stems from shame shame is basically saying that who you are is not right or like something's not right Um, So like, again, accepting it, like, you know what? No, it is right. But just because you don't like the current state doesn't mean you're going to stay this way. So just acceptance. I like that. Who inspires you other than Mr. Goggins? (laughs) (laughs) 
um that's a really good question I have like so many um I feel like Michelle Fawn has kind of always inspired me I feel like she's such a like I mean not only so hardworking and so but but so grounded and um authentic Cassie Ho I think she's so like especially just kind of um you know seeing the success she's had and 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 you know just kind of like Asian representation too. Cause like, I feel like like ethnicity and all that and social media is like interesting. Mm-hmm. And so um, just kind of like breaking barriers and things like that. Um, but, but I just named two YouTubers that inspired me. <laughs> hey, um, I mean, that is your job. So yeah. Um, I honestly haven't thought about this in a while, but I will say inspirations are very important because I find that when I have like a good, like YouTube inspiration, like it really helps me with YouTube. I don't know. So I definitely need to think about this more. I actually, that's a good question that I haven't asked myself in a while, which is who inspires me. Literally same. And that's why I ask everyone else. And then I never seem to answer it myself. So <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. How did I forget this guy? Oh, he is like my biggest role model. Oh, I can't believe I forgot to mention him. That is so crazy. No, I'm literally obsessed with this guy. Tom Bilyeu. Oh my gosh. Tom, if you're watching this, I'm like literally you're or listening to this. I'm his biggest fan. Like I, I can't even I can't even who is this? Am I am I um he's so he's like the um founder of Quest Nutrition. You know those nutrition bars, Quest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he I think he sold the company or something like that. But um he's doing this thing called Impact Theory and it's like a YouTube channel, but he's just on another level and he just always like, oh, man, I love that guy. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> okay, well, you're giving me a new YouTube channel to subscribe to. I'm literally going to go after this and look at his channel and see what he has to offer. Yeah, he's fantastic. <laughs> okay, what are some of like the best books that you've ever read? Other than Mr. Goggins. He's <laughs> <laughs> mentioned David so many times. <laughs> David is listening and being like, who are these girls and why are they obsessed with me? I know. Um, Okay, the pow. Oh wait, what is it called? Um, Atomic Habits by I forget who. Oh, James Clear, something like that. Yeah, because habits are so key. Man, I have so many books. Like, but that's like the one that comes to mind when people ask me, which is Atomic Habits. That is a good one. Yeah, no, because I have like a lot. Like, I have a little library over there. But I, <laughs> I can't think of it. It's just it's usually like as far as changing my life can't hurt me and atomic habits really helped me those are two good ones what would you go back and change about your journey if you had the chance anything mm-hmm. honestly no I, I just everything that I went through every problem really taught me something and it made me stronger so I, I just I don't have any regrets that's a good answer that's a good <laughs> way to live yeah um well the last question I have you're still pretty young, but do you have any advice to your younger self? Yep. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just say like this year, and this is kind of why Globe Dry Season 2, the ending is so powerful, but like, it was like a few months ago when I just had these realizations and I was in my car driving and I just started bawling my eyes out, thinking about my younger self and how she thought and how differently I think now. And I just, I have so much like love for her and I'm not quite sure I had that before, but the thing I would say to my younger self is, well, first of all, yes, I needed to learn, to change my relationship with my pain tolerance and understand that 
pain is not such a bad thing. You know, discomfort leads to new, better things. Um, so that's the first thing I would say to her. And the second thing is, is self-acceptance. You know, I, I seriously used to think that was so cheesy until I truly understood what self-acceptance meant. And I, I didn't even realize how much I struggled with shame for so long. Um, for example, my binge eating, I, I didn't even realize that it's, it's cause I was so ashamed. I would bury my feelings into food without even realizing it. Sometimes we think that like, you know, you think it's like a weight problem or a food problem uh, to some extent there is because, you know, food, junk food's addicting and you have to, you know, learn your way around it kind of thing. But I didn't realize that it, it was kind of a little beyond that. Like, I don't think it was just, it, it was, there, there were deeper emotions, you know? Um, and so, yeah, self-acceptance and, and, oh, here we go. This is the thing I want to say to her is that self-love is not liking yourself when you look the way you want. It is no longer putting your life on hold until you reach that point. I can't tell you how many times I used to tell myself, oh, once I glow up, it, I'm going to start to truly live my life. Like, no, you're living it right now. Stop thinking that when you're, you reach this point, that's when life starts. So I love that advice. And I'm just so happy that we got to have this conversation. One, because I just love your YouTube channel. And like I said, I feel like you're just really wise. I'm literally a 25 year old sitting here and being like, you, oh you're, you're speaking to me and you speak to a lot of other people I know. So I appreciate wow. it. No, I, I don't think I'm wise at all, but thanks. No, you really are. I can tell that you read a lot. I feel like you just have a lot of quotes and you just I can tell you're very smart. And I, I know how hard it is to come from a place of just like not loving where you're at. And you just like are in, a, in that state of just shame and everything. And I, I don't know, I can just tell that I feel like you've done a really good job of showing the journey and getting your way out, uh, finding your way out of it and learning a lot about yourself. So I think a lot of people can learn a lot about themselves from you. So I appreciate you sharing your journey with all of us. Where can people follow you at if they if they don't already you can find me on my new podcast the globe diaries podcast on spotify apple Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to podcasts you can find me on my socials instagram twitter and tiktok it's just at olivia dandrea and of course my youtube channel olivia dandrea yeah awesome. wow thank you so much <laughs> of course Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode of Commas Over Cold Brew. I hope you enjoyed it. I know it was a little bit different than other episodes that I've had, but I felt like it was really important at this point in my life to kind of talk about more mental health and focusing on, I guess, getting out of a slump, which I feel like I've been in for years. So it was great talking to someone who I've admired on the internet and being able to share her struggles openly. I really hope you guys go check out Olivia's channel and all of her videos. Go give her a follow and a listen to her new podcast. Don't forget to rate and review Commas Over Cold Brew on Apple Podcast. It means the world to me. Follow us on Instagram at Commas Over Cold Brew Pod if you want to stay up to date and submit listener questions for the episodes. And I will see you guys next Thursday. Peace out, fellas. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. 
serving collectors since 1945. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.